The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station or Webster Rock Hill Ministries, its management, or other hosts or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented by KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Well, it's a great day, listeners in listener land. This is Arnold Stricker of Intune with the incomparable... Ellie Wharton. We're glad that you joined us today. Intune's a two-hour weekly broadcast which focuses and reflects on issues that impact and connects our community in the greater St. Louis area. Our topics include the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, history, housing, humor, and justice. (laughs) So you hear some other voices here in the studio, and we have three other ladies in the studio. So we have Allison Felter, we have Eileen Schaefers, and we have Donna O'Brien, and they're from, Allison's from Webster Groves, Eileen's from Oregon, and Donna is from Texas. And you say, well, how did you get people from a variety of places to come into the studio today? Why would they fly in? They're flying in, folks, just for this just interview. Just for this, well, they And they're heard. flying out after this interview. No, they're, they're here for a very special occasion, and they are members of the All-American Alumni Band, which used to be called the McDonald's All-American Band. Like a, like McDonald's, McDonald's? Like with the, the Mickey arches? D's with the arches, right, with the hamburgers and Ronald. And so no more Ronald? Well, I think Ronald's still around, uh, but the, ban- no, I mean, the name the for the band is not... Does, does no, he, the band's not around anymore, not to my knowledge. They're, they're so we're going to let Allison kind of pick up. Allison, <laughs> tell, tell us, us tell story. us a little bit about the history of, of why the name or why not the name, and when did all this start? It started in 1967 uh, with Ray Kroc. He was the founder of McDonald's Restaurants, and uh, we all know McDonald's today. They are everywhere on every continent except maybe Antarctica, but. <laughs> They are um, known for having founded and sponsored the McDonald's All-American High School Band that ran all the way up to 1992. Um, So we have um, about 2,500 alumni who were part of this band. McDonald's um, formed this band to bring talented high school musicians together. They chose two of the very best musicians from every state in the union and a couple of u.s territories and um we got together for this fairy tale experience Mm -hmm. in new york city where we uh, rehearsed and we marched in the macy's day parade so i at the time was from pittsburgh kansas very small town in kansas had never flown on a plane Um, my friend eileen schaefers is from coos bay oregon Eileen, had you mm-hmm. flown on a plane before? A couple of small private planes. Oh, but okay. Nothing big. Not yeah. a big jet but crossing yeah, the U.S. Not by myself. Here you go to New York. Right. At Seventeen. And Donna, so. you were representing New Mexico yes, at the time. Yes, I grew up in New Mexico, and it was my first time to so, be on an airplane. Exactly. So, so we, as high school seniors had these sort of seminal experiences where we were experiencing the world for the first time through the eyes of this band and you went by yourself you went by yourself you exactly they dropped you off and and at that time you could right. in my year you could there was no security issues <laughs> you know you would just you yeah. just you know put yourself on in the right gate and you you climbed onto the plane but um 
this is all to say, you know, we, we have decades of, of uh, alumni who have had this experience, and um, we'll get into more detail about some of the other things the band did, but um, so here we are, fast forward, 2019, there are 2,500 plus alumni. We've found many of them. We're still looking for some of them <laughs> through um, the uh, advantage uh, of social media. And so we've found each other, uh, social media, and so we've found each other in this way. And the conversation started, you know, we need to get together again. And yes. so um, we formed a small unit. Uh, we call ourselves the Mick Eight. Um, <laughs> and uh, this mighty um, ensemble of, of band members got together. Uh, we've been having conferences, phone conferences since January. And uh, we, we are people who move fast because here we are, uh, August 30th, 2019, and we are about to have our national debut as a band. Uh, we are premiering um, the All-American Alumni Band at Shaw Bandstand in Tower Grove Park, 3 p.m., September 2nd. That's this Monday. That's this Monday. And you know what's happening this Monday? It's Labor Day. It's Labor Day. It's a holiday. People are available, and so, people need to do something fun. And on the are going to go buy mattresses. Yes, you're going to buy mattresses because it's a big mattress sale <laughs> That's day. Right, right. Big mattress sale day. We always talk day. about that, the Memorial Day, Fourth of July, <laughs> Labor Day. Every, every you'll find out when you listen on a regular basis. That's well, right. You've know, you got to <laughs> listen to catch that joke. So, for, so forego the sale of buying the mattress right. and go down to Tower Grove Park yeah. at 3 o'clock p.m. Or, or go early with the mattress thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. and like, Buy your mattress, you take the mattress, both. and lay it out wow. in front of the bandstand. Right. So that's a nationwide thing. <laughs> We're again, they're buying mattresses like crazy. Now. <laughs> you need to do something different. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. No, so. Were you all in the same year or different years, or this is how you know each other because you were in the same group? I was 1980, and I remember the conversation starting and the seven other people kind of piping in, and then it just took off from there. What year were you guys? You're Alice the same. Alice and I are 78. Yeah. Okay. So don't do the math, but we're 78. Yes. I did see some rules. Uh, they graduated 78 in 79. Rules. <laughs> <laughs> I did see some. Uh, information on there is a Facebook page. Yeah. Yes. And two. and also Three. there there's some other information like some some tracks. There's like this is from live at Carnegie Hall. It was 1979 with Paul Laval. Yep. And then some of the group went actually to the Rose Bowl. Or did you go to the Rose Bowl parade also? I think 1980 didn't. Okay, 1978 did. So, so. you you kind of did the Macy's parade and the Rose Bowl and parade. And the Rose Bowl. Well, that would be a big deal. Yeah. Huge. Huge. So you go from one side, you've never been on a plane, then you get on, you go to New York City, which is, he's from New York. Yeah, that's like a whole other world. That is another world. I think world. you have to have a visa Then you to go to there. the other world <laughs> that's on, right. on the, West Coast. the West Coast, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and the Rose Bowl Parade is so amazing. My mother and I went there one year, oh. and the smell of the mm. roses is mm. truly, it's something that you cannot it's capture, of course, by watching television, because you have to be there just for the smell of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just absolutely magical. I mean, you know, who, who? I mean, from my part of the country, who doesn't wear a coat in January? And so here you are in right. this completely, um, you know, new place and experiencing, you know, flora and fauna that, you know, 
Kansas didn't quite have that time of the year. So Now, Allison is outnumbered here because... Uh, Eileen and Donna are clarinet players. I'm a clarinet player. I'm a clarinet player. Oh, that's right. You're a clarinet no. player. No way, yes. And Allison is a this French is, horn player. This is a sad day. Oh, it's a, it's a great day. It's always a great day when there's more clarinet players. And, you know, and I had a silver clarinet Ooh. that my father bought from a big band because you know how oh, St. Wow. Louis was big for big band. Yeah, yeah. And he bought it actually from someone in a big band that's who great. was retiring. And so then I grew up and I was the only person in band that had a silver clarinet. Oh, that's quite special. Everybody else had those black wooden ones, you know, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I, and I always wanted one of those, and then everybody else wanted mine. You know? <laughs> so talk about the process of finding out about this band. Maybe your high school band director encouraged you. Maybe you read it on your own. What are, what are the different experiences here? Let's let's start with Donna. What's your experience? How did how did that all occur? Uh, my band director told me, and um, I was always like uh, very excited to audition for anything, like a really competitive. And he goes, "No, look, the chances are probably." And I thought, "What? Well, uh, you know?" So I'm like, "I'm doing this," but I had no idea how they selected. We were just talking about that in the car. Like, how did they do that? Because they had to get thousands of auditions. You know, what else did they consider? And when I found out, like, there was tons of publicity for McDonald's, and I lived in a very small town, and it was, like, everywhere. So they took care of it. But it, I, I found out, I, when did we find out? Like, uh, I think I knew maybe in October. Hmm. But they took care of all your flights. Like, all that was right. done, so you didn't have to hurry and make arrangements right. or anything. And it was, like, I don't know. I felt like a celebrity, kind mm-hmm. of. Eileen, what was your experience like with that? Um, Similar in the way that the band director handled it. And he he didn't, I don't think he had ever nominated anyone before. But he um, took me aside and said, can I nominate you for this band? Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) (laughs) I know what it was too like when they nominated. What a lot of confidence there. Sure, nominate me. And then uh, later I remember telling my family, well, I got nominated for this thing. There's two chances. I could get in a slim chance and no chance. <laughs> and so um, then when the envelope came in the mail, it was like I, I just had to put it out of my mind because, you know, you can't get your hopes up. And the envelope came in, and, and I, was, I went to the mailbox that day, and I opened it, and it's this big, thick envelope, and I just start shaking. I'm thinking, I'm going. They don't say no with a bunch of papers. <laughs> they don't say no. So it had to be a yes. And I go, I was shaking like this, and I carried it inside, and my family watched me. My mom watched me Aww. open it. <laughs> she said, awesome. Your hands were shaking like crazy. But that's yeah, cool. That was my experience. I think between the nomination and like finding out, like she did, there was an, another step for the band director, which was not popular. So now they had to record you. That was my next question. And more paperwork. And he's like, okay, you made it to the next level. And I'm like, what? You know, he was. Yeah. He had to do more paperwork, but I was psyched. So yeah. so they, they, they fill out information on you. You send right. in a, a, at that time, probably I don't know if a it cassette was tape or a reel-to-reel tape. It was tape. a cassette tape, yeah. Okay. And then what, was, what did you have to play? For those people who are knowledgeable, sometimes it's scale, sometimes it's an etude, sometimes it's a solo. We had to play scales and a solo. <laughs> Do you two remember? No, I, I'm, say, I'm mouthing to, to Eileen. I have no memory ours, of this. I'll but. just go ahead and say it. Ours was um, by application with, um, it was like it was like your resume. 
Because ah. how many times you went to state? Did you mm. place in state? Did you gotcha. go to all state, all Northwest? All this stuff that had to be all written down, and then from there they weeded it out. Right. There was a resume I remember all this stuff that you would submit, essentially. Yeah. But what you yeah. said in the car, like, because we're all talking, we're from right. small towns. Like, did they look for uh, diversity as far as where you were from, and this, yeah. you know? Well, that they, would make sense because yeah. I think it would give you all who lived not in large cities right. opportunity that you might not ever have a chance right. and like there were some people from big cities yeah. that's like, but they had in in the money. in the seventies um you know think about the corporate branding going on um, yes. there were there was a huge spread of uh franchises going yes. into towns small towns and so mm. i think pr pr wow. and i have a feeling that may have informed some of the choices but that's speculation because wasn't it about what year did you say this started again allison 67 so wasn't this the time that Ronald kind of came on the yeah, scene. Yeah, that was a, you know, and so that they were was really branding the face of McDonald's and and was the the face of the Macy's Day Parade because they still have to this day the the Ronald McDonald balloon and that you know yellow Magical. yeah yeah and red. Uh, Is he still smiling after all these I years? I don't know. It's. <laughs> He's got to be tired, but it's it's um, but it's still in the parade, time. and um, so so that was a big uh, sort of visual representation. Do you know why they stopped uh, doing the the band with two from every from every state and some of the territories? Well, I kn- I know they. Um, switched emphases into basketball, basketball. Right. yeah and you know and we're big people now and adults um it, <laughs> you know shareholders have a lot of say in what things get done and i know optimizing shareholders profits are important and you can imagine what it costs to fly 104 people to one place actually two places uh if you're going to the rose parade hotel, in california and hotel and food so i'm sure the cost benefit analysis may not have been um at that time completely favorable but um I'm going to say the pendulum may be swinging the other way. Um, in fact, there was um, a convening of CEOs uh, nationally, and there are some things coming out of that convening that are giving mandate to corporations to be more responsive to community and not so, um, you know, um, capitalistic, if you will. So it'll it'll be really interesting. I'm I'm my hope is we can get in on this wave of being more community-minded and perhaps McDonald's would like to revisit the opportunity to either have a high school band or sponsor an alumni band. Because they, uh, my understanding is there was a gap at the Macy's parade and Macy's came up with their own quote-unquote all-American Because I'm sure band. people ask. They waited for that every year. Exactly. Right. That was a perennial. It was a standard thing. Yeah. Like It was right. a standard thing to watch the Macy's Day Parade and watch the balloons, but always see the McDonald's All-American High Absolutely. School Band. And I, they used to have also an All-American Jazz Band, I believe, They too. did. And they yes. did the year. And I know Eileen and I, they had the year they we did. were in it, they had a jazz band. For our year, um, Chris Botti, who's now a famous yeah. trumpet, trumpet player, he was in the band and in the jazz band. Yeah. They played the Jerry Lewis telethons at New Year's, and they were quite good. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of folks, you know, have been involved with this uh, in high school, and you all are still playing. You know, you have uh, 
become a band, you are a band director. Well, I mean, we're talking like, she was talking about the basketball and I feel like it launches their career. I feel like it did mine because mm-hmm. I, uh, anything, any college you applied to, any audition you did, they're like, you were in the McDonald's All-American Band? It's a, it was a big deal. It was a mm-hmm. big deal. It mm-hmm. still is to me. Like, I'm so appreciative and so grateful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to go to a break here in a little bit. But I, and what I'd like to do is have you talk about kind of what you are what you've been doing since that time, and what are some memories of going to New York City and being involved in the parade and, you know, uh, maybe and going to the Rose Bowl. What, what are some things that stand out to you? What were some surprises? What were some things, oh, yeah, you know, I can understand that about New York. You know, people are nice, people are rude. You know, it's noisy. Tall buildings. Oh, it's sunshiny out here in in uh, California, or maybe it was raining that Rose Bowl parade. I, I always watched the Tournament of Roses parade because I was want to watch the bands. You know, watch the Orange Bowl parade, those things going on, all those parades. I always watch the football games for the halftime shows. You know, when they did show them. You know? Yes. But you know that's that's the way that goes. But you know we're we're talking to Eileen Schaefer's Donna O'Brien and Allison Felter, who are members of the alumni band for the All American Alumni Band, which used to be the McDonald's All American mm-hmm. High School Band, and they're going to be performing this Monday the Labor Day concert. It's it's called the Mattress Concert. No, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, folks. It's going to be at 3 p.m. at Tower Grove Park at the Bandstand, and you want to be there. And it's free. It is free. No charge. You'll you'll have a great time. The Compton Heights Band will also be performing, correct? That's right. That's right. They're sharing the concert stage with us. So that's something that you want to be involved with, and if you don't have anything cooking on that day I'm not talking about on the grill but even if you have something on the grill put it together in a picnic and go down to the park it's a great park you'll you'll have a wonderful time down there so we will come back after the break and we'll reconvene our Facebook which just seemed to uh, it's not Facebook live anymore it's Facebook dead <laughs> so may, maybe the battery on the computer went dead this is Arnold Stricker of Intune you're listening to KWRHLP 92.9 FM your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri Welcome back to In Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton. We are back on live Facebook. Facebook is now live. It's not dead anymore. We also have Eileen Schaefers from Oregon, Donna O'Brien from Texas, and Allison Felter from good old Webster Groves here in studio talking about the All-American Alumni Band, which is going to have a concert this Monday on Labor Day at 3 o'clock at the Tower Grove Bandstand. So be there or be square, folks. And while, uh, you know, we were talking about that Allison mentioned that there was no, now Ellie will like this, but she doesn't have her headset on now. There she goes. I heard my name. (laughs) Uh, Allison mentioned that there is no McDonald's in the Antarctic. Well, well, could could you get in touch with our president and ask him to go buy it? Well, I'd say it would be called the Frozen Arches. (laughs) Yes. I couldn't resist that one. I I know. Well, when she said that, I thought about, well, we'll just go buy it. (laughs) There we go. So we're talking about the alumni band and the question I, I wanted to have for all of you was you know this is this experience you get selected you're one of two from the state in which you're representing you go through this process of it's kind of an, an audition 
You audition on paper. You audition by sending a tape in. You get selected to be part of this annual festivity, which culminates in the Macy's getting to march and play in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And for two of the three of you, you get to go to the Rose Bowl Parade and also participate in that. So what has life been like since that time? You know, catch us up. The, we're not going to count the number of years, but but I know, uh, Donna, we talked about that you know, you're a band director now. Allison's still involved with music. Let's start with Eileen. Eileen, take us, uh, you know, get us from that point in which you get back off the plane in Coos Bay, Oregon, and to today. What, what have you been doing for the rest of yeah, your life? I started out as a music major in college <clears throat> at the University of Oregon and um, University of Oregon and um, and then I only went two years I got married and moved to a place that was like two hours away from the college and back then there was no you know uh, online anything so it's <laughs> I knew some people that commuted two hours to go to school wow. but I never did but I always kept my horn in uh, great playing condition like for instance now I'm in four ensembles and she played in her anyway community. oh yeah that and <laughs> different solos and stuff mm-hmm. but um, the one thing I can take from um, from the band how it had changed my life is that it gave me this confidence to just do things mm. that you know other people would think really you're gonna do that it's like yeah why not it didn't work out Mm -hmm. like um having a um a craft fair with uh, um a lot of friends would have craft fairs maybe you know two or three people get together and do this no i have to rent out the hall call it an expo (laughs) (laughs) my husband was joking with me he goes most people have a craft fair you have a freaking expo (laughs) so (laughs) yeah and um like um 10 years ago or 15 years ago anyway um different friends would start running and well let's just do marathons so (laughs) i did a couple marathons wow and then it's like why not who's going to tell me no because of the confidence thing Mm. that i think i obtained a lot of that from being in the band yes yes and music provides some of that discipline but The, just the experience of the travel and the confidence you got from being involved in that and knowing, hey, if I could do that, I can kind of do right. a lot of different things. Right. I'm, I'm going to interject here. I think we're all here this weekend because of Eileen. Um, and she yes. may not want to take credit, <laughs> but she has been working the um, social media lines for the last four years and sort of getting us organized and uh, like-minded in terms of uh, getting together. And so... Like her expo. Like her, her expo. Um, expo. But yes. things, you know, we, we sort of had street cred with Eileen um, just, <laughs> you know being very familiar with individuals and so it's I, I think really if if you had to look at where this all started it it really kind of falls in her so court. she's the nexus yeah. point of all she of is this. the nexus she's a i have i yeah. have to i have to talk a little more here <laughs> <laughs> um, on getting things 
started and getting people excited about it, but Allison's the brainchild of St. Louis and the uh, the concert that we're going to have, and she's done all the footwork here and lined up the lined up the band, uh, the Compton Heights band, which will be a huge part of our concert, and lined up our practice areas and just had done all these things that this would not be possible without Allison. But, the, so but these true. are some things that music people do. That, that's correct. They, they yeah. do these kinds of things because they're, they're organized. You have to be disciplined to practice. You, you have to relate to other people. You have to organize and schedule because you have to organize and schedule your personal right. time. I remember practicing in college. Okay, I've got these classes. When am I going to practice? You have to carve time out and, and do what you need to do to to get through was it you that started the conference calls um it was pete goodman actually okay i kind of thought what do you need to do that for let's just do this no, thing very <laughs> we don't need to talk about it just, just carry let's it out just do it and he's like no you have to have people helping or which, I, re- I rest my case. Like, and she said, case. why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did it. Like every no, Saturday. No, no, no. It was, it would have really crumbled. And like after a week to realize, what did I get myself into? Well, but you know, you, <laughs> no way. You, you were experienced doing that with not the craft fair, but with the craft expo. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you know, you think big and that's the way, you know, go big or go home, you know. Yeah. That's, a mental frame. <laughs> that's right. So Donna, tell us a little bit about, I know I had alluded you're a band director and got you into music. Um, I think I was like Eileen, I was, I was probably a little bit more confident, but um, the confidence after this was like, I can do anything. Um, and I was so motivated by the, the people that did the band that we were in in 1980. Um, we got to play with Maynard Ferguson. Oh, wow. Uh, in Carnegie Hall. And so somebody that's now like, in the professional side of music, I mean, that's so huge. And we were there, we rehearsed there, we, you know, played a concert. Um, and then who else? Uh, just the conductors. I, something you said before was uh, community and band. And it was Dr. William Foster. He told us all the time, he said, communities used to be known for their bands. That's correct. And he told that story all the time. And and so I thought about it all the way home. But, but currently today, I mean, I was a music major in college. I majored in uh, clarinet performance and music ed. And then I got my master's in music ed. Um, I was a principal for a while, but not very long. Uh, I went back to the band hall. But um, I do it now every day. And uh, it's part of my story. I mean, I talked about McDonald's, or McDonald's band a lot you know, just motivating my students about what can happen and the things available and uh, the sky's the limit. And and they're like, they did this? What? You know, and so it, it comes back all the time. But it did give me the, it's really hard, I think, to be a music major. There's a lot of one credit hour classes. And, mm-hmm. and so I kept thinking back, like, this is an expectation. Like, I was in this group. I need to, you know, step it up. And I always just felt like, because that's kind of what they preached when we were there. And you know, it's it's changed my life, and so I think part of the reason that I went that way was was definitely this experience. And people on our Facebook page, both the alumni and the just the ones that are entitled, you know, McDonald's All American Band. There's a Facebook page. Um, they feel the same way. You see it in all the threads and the conversations, and and everybody's like, I don't know. They would just migrate to Missouri to get together. <laughs> 
Absolutely. So you were, what Dr. William Foster, who is yes. director of Florida A&M University, yes. was he the director when you were there? Or no, with Paul it Lavelle? was Paul Lavelle, okay. uh, who uh, was uh, the director of the NBC uh, yes. Radio Symphony, I believe, and he played clarinet. There's yes. another clarinet player. Uh, Rock on. I know, I know. We can't, yeah, get away from you all. But um, uh, he played under Arturo Toscanini. So Ooh. talk about a lineage, a musical lineage. I mean, that was big stuff. And these are the people McDonald's put together for us to experience and make music and have these formative experiences. Now, obviously, when you know you graduated, music was not a part of your career afterwards, <laughs> was it? Now, if you all know Allison, you know, in Webster Groves here, you know, she's, I'll just let her tell it. Uh, well, um, I want to say, first of all, Arnold is both my neighbor and my brother-in-law, so he has the goods on me. But um, uh, no, music has absolutely been a big part of my life. Um, But I knew I would not make my living playing my French horn uh, exclusively. So You would have if you'd have played clarinet. Touche. I miss I miss the boat. I realize this, um, but uh, no, I pursued something uh, that was made known to me through the McDonald's band experience. Wow. I saw the people making the magic happen on the sidelines. This was the Pat Healy of yes. the world and the Chuck Ebling and uh, Carl Kay. I think was another one, and these people were just you know. Um, they were the behind the scenes people that none of this could have happened without. And so I actually asked one of uh, the Golan Communications employees, I said, what college degree did you get that you're doing this? And she told me, um, she got an English literature degree, and that didn't make any sense. But I thought, wow, smart person. that's, yeah, you can, you know, it. you just need to get in your area of interest and be educated and put passionate. yourself out there and passionate exactly so i've pretty much pursued arts uh administration my entire career i started um as a you know very entry-level person on staff with the st louis symphony orchestra i took a detour into university life for a couple of years uh raising money i was perfectly awful at that. I'm better at spending the money. And then um, I then went into um, uh, arts education, being the director of education for Opera Theater of St. Louis. Um, And so that McDonald's experience completely informs how I run my programs today at Opera Theater of St. Louis. Um, We have a a nationally um, unique uh, program for high school singers, and we um, just I I take them uh, on college tours. We do we have uh, hopefully seminal experiences for them, um, and uh, just trying to launch young musicians uh, into a, a path. You're all doing something similar to the experience that you were given. Yeah. In in three different ways. You know, through the expo the young, the young uh, artists and art, training pro- right, program, right through, you know, teaching middle school, middle school. Mm-hmm. and and really art, yes, mm-hmm. permeates everything. And right. having having the ability for people to see and display a variety of artists and to purchase to give 
I want to say this in, in this way, to give voice and credibility to what they are doing is extremely important because a lot of artists, I'm just talking about the people who make maybe make jewelry or draw or things like this, you know, you can see, you can, you're not gonna make an, a living doing that or any kind of arts and crafts or anything like that. Things that people would utilize, it gives voice and credibility to their talent and to the time that they invest in something. And so time and talent is something to get to a level of performance is extremely difficult. You have to invest into that. Mm-hmm. It's not something you waste or you spend, you invest in that because the, the culmination comes out later in things like this. Mm-hmm in your lives so what are you looking forward to what's the what's the what is the music that's going to be played on sunday does anybody know or have you seen the music yet or oh, yes. <laughs> it's it. going to be a sight reading deal yeah we're, we're going to do play sight reading. one rehearsal Seven and then sight read and through. play it yeah i like those kinds of concerts <laughs> one hour sight reading play the concert no this is a sousa style concert um you know we'll be doing washington post uh stars and stripes forever uh, national Emblem. Um, Herman Dragon. Amer- uh, yeah, America, America the Beautiful. beautiful uh, the greatest by, arrangement of America the Beautiful. It, it, it is. is. It's stunning. We're Absolutely actually doing stunning. one from an arranger of my year that mm-hmm. was with Dr. Foster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Sargent. Yes, mm-hmm. and he was brilliant. And so we're doing one of his pieces, and he's been involved in sending it and asking details about the concert. So I'm hoping he'll show up. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> oh, and it's called Sing, Sing, Sing. Sing, Sing, A lot sing. of people will be familiar with that. Yeah, that's, that's a yes. Benny Goodman deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is so good. Uh, the big kahuna on the program is the 1812 Overture by Tchaikovsky. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're getting serious. Uh, that's, a, that's a great clarinet part. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. <laughs> All those orchestral trans- transcriptions are, are great. Know your scales. That's, That's correct. Right. Yeah, you are now a violin. Congratulations. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, no, it's uh, so it's it's a nice um, uh, mix of, of programming. We're doing a number of um, pieces that sort of represent the era in which uh, McDonald's All American High School Band was active. So there will be some Motown hits and uh, okay. things along those lines. So, And uh, as you mentioned earlier, we're sharing the stage with the Compton Heights Concert Band, mm-hmm. and I really want to give them a big shout out. Without them, we would not be doing this. Uh, they are footing the bill for all the uh, producing ex- expenses and, um, and bringing their band back. Their season is over, but uh, Harry Swanger is the founder and band president, and he has a way of putting great people and events together, and he has convinced his band to come back on Labor Day and share the stage with us for That's this great. national debut. You know, I always have wondered why there weren't marching bassoons or, <laughs> or marching hobos or better yet marching cellists oh well physical safety thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. then the visual of that it's just a joke that i have with yeah. myself because the visual of that but it's always uh fun because there's a marching element you obviously were marching in the parade yes. and you played concerts Carnegie Hall, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So did you sit down and have concerts in Pasadena also or in L.A. somewhere? Or was that strictly the parade? I think we did one kind of I think the concert. jazz band was more active in Pasadena. I Every think, year. Yeah, almost. yeah. They, they sent the jazz band. It was a small, it was a subset of the band, and they sent them places that 
French horn players, for instance, weren't allowed to go. So, um, but <laughs> they, uh, but there was, I think, a deeper experience um, in California for the jazz band. Right. Okay. So, any final kind of concluding thoughts on this experience and what it means and what you're looking forward to, or is this like the first step of annual reunions? Or could be. You know, oh, you guys going to go out and march at the Super Bowl game or something? Or? We are marching. We're practicing and doing a little drill. So. Oh, yeah. an yeah. X and O drill, or okay, probably. <laughs> The goal is to get to the Macy's Day Parade, Ah. to get to a future Macy's Day Parade. And if we're going to get there, we might as well get to some of the others, too, uh, in in some of the warmer climates. Do you guys uh, remember getting up at 3 a.m.? And walking through McDonald's and getting their food. I that from my memory. Yeah. It was freezing. This was for the Macy's Day Parade. Mm-hmm. And they would take us to McDonald's for breakfast like we got to go in and get whatever you wanted. <laughs> and so, But it was 3 a.m. And so it's freezing in New York City the day before Thanksgiving or the, the yeah. morning of. Just freezing. And so we all had like under, under, under your uniform mm-hmm. warming stuff. And it was a cool... I, yeah. I can still think every minute of it I was like what this event is bringing to mind the opportunity that um, we have to encourage other adults who may have gotten away from their instrument Ellie Wharton great point and, well okay yeah call me out on my own show I know and so but <laughs> you're you're you'll do you'll you're taking it in the right spirit and and so but really to get back to your silver clarinet or to uh, whatever play instrument in you played band. and play in a community band mm-hmm. there are sociological physiological advantages to doing that it's healthy it's fun we need to play more as as adults and um, um, the community music school who has been a huge supporter of this uh, weekend uh, Carol Comerford the director of the community music school has graciously opened her doors uh, they have great resources there, including uh, private lessons for adults. So if anybody wants to get back to their instrument or, you know, try a new instrument, um, you can call the Community Music School in Webster Groves. So. Big, big thing, uh, you know, get yeah. your chops back in shape yes. or... Yeah. You know, maybe start some new chops or something like that. <laughs> new chops, yes. <laughs> Whatever is appropriate. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's it's a wonderful thing. We've talked to Eileen Schaefer's, Donna O'Brien, and Allison Felter of the All-American Alumni Band, which is going to have a concert this Monday at 3 p.m. in Tower Grove Park at the bandstand. So be there.